Welcome in to the newest episode of Side Mission. Like always, I'm your host, Rusty Ellis, joined by just two of the boys today, Kyle and Thacker. I almost said Kyle's name twice there, and I really don't know why. It's late at night when we're recording this, so bear with me. This will not be the most professional podcast I've ever done, but it's okay. Today, we're talking about Sonic Frontiers, or Kyle, as we've dubbed it, Sonic Frontiers of the Kingdom because of all the Zelda comparisons. Uh... (laughs) This is a hard game to talk about. I'm not going to lie. This is a very, very hard game to review. And Kyle, we, we were talking about this earlier. So I'm going to start with yeah. you. Because I feel like there's a lot of things in this game that works. And there's an equal amount of things that are head-scratching about this game. I think that the combat is great. But I think, as me and you both said earlier, the story is... It's kind of all over the damn place. So Kyle, just you're you're... Probably, I say probably, you're the only Sonic fan I know. I'm not going to lie. Sonic's a big mascot, I know. But you're, you're the biggest Sonic fan I know. So so the thing we can agree on, this game's a step in the right direction for Sonic games, correct? Oh, oh definitely. I think that this game, uh, it is 100% a hard one to talk about because like, there are things in this game that I think work really well. And the things that don't work well really bad and they stand out um but like you said this is this definitely feels like a step in the right direction for the sonic franchise uh for the for the past few entries um it's not been great and i think that this kind of brings it back down to earth um to a more condensed story that's not so much trying to throw in all of these other characters it's, it's the basic characters you know sonic knuckles tails amy eggman all the people we know yes and that's what i do like about it i like that they keep it condensed they are keeping it you know within the main cast recognizable faces and then obviously a new villain um what I don't like is how that story is told by any means. It's very jarring, and I I think we all agree on that, right? It's it's very jarring how this story is told. Yes. Uh, the way you have to collect, you know, whether it may be hearts for Amy or you have to get these medals for Knuckles, um, you got to go around and get so many of them before you can talk to them and then when once you get enough of them you talk to them and then you get a cutscene and then after that cutscene you just gotta go and find more and then you come back and talk to them again another cutscene and then sometimes you get cutscenes when you come out of like the space portals which is kind of weird because it's just unannounced it's just oh shit here's a cutscene and i I really wish that it wasn't so chopped up because I feel like the story is not bad. I just don't understand what the hell is going on. It's it's well, but here's the other thing that I was going to say to kind of what compounds it for me is let's say you're in the first area and you're getting the hearts for Amy. The cutscenes that you're getting with her when you find enough, they're maybe a minute long at most. Like you're not yeah. that there. There's not a lot of real. There's not really much storytelling going on within these cutscenes, and that's that's where the story really gets bogged down. Is that you know think of a game like God of War Ragnarok it, because of it's because it's so fresh on our minds. 
you know, the cutscenes or the cinematics where you're not actually playing the game, those cinematics might be a couple minutes long. At the very least, if they're shorter, there's enough storytelling going on that you know what's going on, you know what's about to happen, and you have a good idea of what just happened. In this, I, I gotta be honest, especially the stuff with Amy, and it's just, it's so fresh because it's the first area of the game that you go to and you spend as much time there as you do because you're learning the game. It, it, it has almost, a lot of what you talk to her about has next to nothing to do with the main story. It's some little yeah. like side story that she's got going. And it's, the story is all over the damn place, and, and sometimes that works. It did not work here. I, I don't think it worked here at all. Now, the good news is, to touch on a positive, and I'll go to you for this, Thacker, the combat's okay. really fun. The combat's really, really fun. There's a lot of really good things going on in the combat, especially with the boss fights and with like the mini-bosses. I feel like there's a lot of positives here. Most definitely. Uh, honestly, this game did combat really interesting for a Sonic game. And I feel like something... I'm actually playing as Sonic. I think that's the best way I can put it. Exactly. It doesn't feel like your stereotypical 2D scrollers for Sonic. It feels like you're actually playing as him and that works so well because you get the exploration of it you get to actually feel kind of how it is to be this blue fast hedgehog to be able to take on these bigger bosses and enemies that you just wouldn't normally see and that took a good step in the right direction as you both said for any upcoming games if they can Week the story to make sense more. I yeah, think my I think... oh, go ahead, my bad. Kyle. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> With the combat, I like um, how fluid it is. Yeah, I like how you can pull yes. off combos, and you know, while you're moving at light speed, you can still tell what's going on. You can still, you know, see where your character is at, and these combos you pull off are fast as shit. It makes you feel, you know, awesome. Um, but the Titan fights are actually pretty, I would say they're probably the best part of this game. When you become supersonic, cause you get all of the chaos emeralds and you, uh, you fight one of the Titans, the soundtrack that plays now, I mean, Sonic has pretty good music or yes, typically does. But I was not expecting to hear a full-on, like, metal song playing while I was fighting the Titan. That shit blew my mind. I was so taken back. But on the flip side, when you're just out in the open world and you're just walking along the grassy plains or you're just, you know, exploring the sand dunes, the calm piano tracks that play, I think, are brilliant. They're very soothing. They really, you know, make you just want to walk around and explore everything that this world has to offer. Just taking it in and, you know, seeing it. Uh, however, that's where one of the big problems with this game is the pop-in. Yes, performance My on this Lord. game is rough. And you're going to hear us say that pretty consistently for a couple episodes because... Spoiler alert for when me or when me Thacker and Matt do the Pokemon Scarlet and Violet episode. Performance in that game ain't great either. Um, but it, it performance on the PS5 
is really disappointing here. And I almost want to say that this is why you shouldn't prioritize the Switch port. But from everything I've heard and seen, the Switch port is somehow even worse. Because it's locked at 30 FPS. And if you think the pop-in is bad on PS5, there are whole shadows and textures. It's almost like there's a ring, a gigantic ring around Sonic. And nothing pops into view on the Switch port until he is around or near something. That is really, really lackluster design when it comes to performance. And and there's no frame rate drops. That's a positive. But I wanted to add this as well. The colors in this game are terrible. Like yeah, there's yep. it is a bland game to look at. Like Sonic's the blue on Sonic looks good. The pink on Amy looks good. The the red and the yellow on characters like Knuckles and Tails and Eggman looks good. The environments are so boring to look at, Thacker. It's it's terrible. And art style or graphically the game doesn't look bad, but the pop-in just takes it all away. The game would look so much better if it wasn't so much pop-in. There's so much more to this game. And the combat really I I think we can all kind of agree the combat is what stole this game from anything else. I think but, so. Yeah. Yeah. But I would say the combat like, was highlighted. Like the story, I'm not going to keep harping on it, but like outside of the combat, there's this game. It can be fun, but you've got to be able to look past everything else. You've got to be able to look past the pop in, uh, not knowing what you're doing in the story for quite a bit of time and but at the same time you got to think about it this game had a huge huge game coming out right after it and it it fell victim to what i'm gonna call the horizon curse oh this was the horizon effect but like exacerbated tenfold because it didn't have even a week it had it had maybe what maybe like eighteen hours like eighteen hours yeah nineteen hours 18 like hours. it did not have very much time before God of War and I I have to say I think that was something that all four of us us and Matt that's something all of us said this is really going to hurt the game and I think that it did yep. so I had an it, interesting it hurt the launch too oh the la- oh the launch I'm sure that there there were people that had no interest in picking this game up I know that personally yeah I, I I'm someone that I kind of I'm kind of probably 60 40 on whether I buy a game physical or digital I think at this point I buy a lot of my games digitally but I still will buy games physically if I love them and I'm really looking forward to them I had no desire whatsoever to pick this game up physically and I was actually looking forward to this because I thought this would be a game that would really bring the Sonic franchise back to life. And again, it's a step in the right direction. It just doesn't do quite the things that I would have wanted it to do. So on the environment of the game, on the setting of the game, I wanted to I wanted to pose a question to y'all. Okay. Would this have worked better if this open world was set more in something like Green Zone? Because I just feel like we have seen green zone from the side for decades as sonic fans and there's a part of me that would love to know what that world looks like in a 3d render 
instead of seeing it just in a, as a 2D side-scroller. Oh, yeah, you want go for it. I, I would have loved to see Green Hill Zone in a whole... Green Hill Zone, I knew I messed island. that up. <laughs> no, no, it's all good. It's, I would have loved to see that as, as a whole island, as a whole section. Um, we get levels in this game through the the space portals, but like, I would have much rather gone in the open world than explored that. That um, that's what makes me want more too is the fact that the worlds we get in the in those in those like you know in the space portals, the space portals, yeah. The, the worlds we get seem super interesting and super vibrant, and that's what makes me want more. Hands down, right? I want you know more of what we got it's ironic because like everything that was in the open world bland the colors kind of all mesh together and there's not a whole lot of variety but then you go into the levels in the space portals and it's completely the opposite it's very vibrant there's a lot of things to look at there's you know in the on the second island in the sands i was looking around there and i was like you know this is quite literally all desert. There are hardly any buildings. There's, you know, not a lot of ruins. There's no oasis. There's just sand. And I was like, this is <laughs> bland. This is very boring to look at. And it's your entire island. It's just a big desert. And, like, you know, there's always desert levels in games. Yes. But find some way to spice it up. You know, because just having enemies out there doesn't doesn't add anything. I don't care about all of these dunes. You know how many games I've seen sand dunes in? Too many. I, I would have liked to, you know, have maybe some dilapidated buildings I could have gone through or like Oasis Island in the middle or, you know, something that wasn't just a big fucking desert. Well, you know, for me, like, the simplicity of the islands... That's something that very much works against this game because it doesn't help if an open world is bland if it's also if there's just not that much to it because an island where it's primarily sand I'm going to go out on a limb and say that there's that doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out how to put that together in a game. So when your yeah. world is bland and your worlds are simple it, those two things do not mix very well, in my opinion. You, you've got to find some way to make the open world interesting and feel alive. It just feels kind of dead. It just the 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 best yeah. way that I can describe these open worlds is they're just boring. They're very very boring, and I can't help again but imagine what it would have been like if we'd gotten Green Hill Zone as more of the op the more open world focus here, because the space portals. The levels we see there are very well done. They flow very well. They they give you reason to replay them, and I think that they're they're designed very creatively. The open world, I cannot say that about it all. The open world, it's it's. I don't want to say. I don't want to go too negative. I would say this is probably one of the worst open worlds we've gotten in gaming. And I mean, I'll let y'all tell me if y'all disagree. Yeah. I no, don't think that this is right. this is just a very boring open world. So here's and, my question. Oh, go ahead, Kyle. My bad. I know what you. I was gonna say, and, and with all the popping as well, like at least if you had more to the open world, if you had more to interact with, if you had more to do, you know, I mean, I think that there's a lot of puzzles which are cool. Yes. But once you do them, that's it. That you're done. There's once you do all the puzzles, it's like why? What's 
you know there's there's and there's not like i don't know i i wish that there were like you know maybe different like races around the islands you could do against people and you get rewards for it or like you know different activities other than fishing with fucking big the cat the worst sonic character that hey, ever exists hey i actually like that area i won't lie though the fishing is you you got a point the fishing is very easy and i like it because there are a lot of games that made fishing way too complicated Hey, but listen, the fishing introduces the... It brings the best character in Sonic lore, though, man. It it, it involves Big. Like, come on, man. We gotta love that. It's the GOAT, Kyle. That's your favorite Sonic character. I'm gonna leave. (laughs) (laughs) I can can feel Kyle. I can feel Kyle (laughs) just getting ready to go jump off the roof of his house. That's what we were saying. (laughs) Yeah. That's a game of the year, at least. (laughs) I I think that. Wow. (laughs) I think that's that's your value, Kyle. Game of the year. That's that's where we're placing your value. Um, Wait to see what game of the year is, and then make that decision. Oh, because please. It's not- we, all, we all know what's going to win game of the year. I'm not going to say it. We all know what's going to win Bucks game of the year next. for us. It's going to be Bucks next again. <laughs> you know, that's one of the... This is a funny little tangent, and Matt never listens to these episodes. So if he, if you're listening, Matt, if you're listening and you can recite what, hap- what I'm about to say back to me, I will send you $10. But... Can I, can I add <laughs> something to that real quick? No. I'll throw in another five. So... I, I still to this day can't believe, if you guys want to peek behind the curtain at Side Mission, I can't fucking believe that the first year we did this, Bug Snacks was in our top ten games of the year. <laughs> to this day, that's like the biggest Side Mission meme that we actually put that shit. It wasn't a bad game at all. It was not one it of the ten wasn't. best. It was just the most out of left field game on that list. The funniest thing, and, I, and again, like you're gonna see a peek behind the curtain. That is the only time I've ever rigged any of our lists because it was supposed to be number nine on that list above Animal Crossing, and I knew for a fact that Matt would have a mental breakdown <laughs> on episode <laughs> if we put Bug Snacks above Animal Crossing. So back to Sonic. I I I think that you've hinted at it, Kyle. That another thing that actually works really well in this game is the puzzles and the traversal. I think the traversal is really good in this game. Like, the, yep. the loop, yes. the, the, the rails you get to grind, and it all flows very well. I feel like, again, we have problems with this game. That's not, that's not, it's very clear that we do. But there's something here that works. There are things here that are working. There's things here that are positive and that if they can take them and build on them and maybe add some depth to them and make them a little bit more of the focus instead of just this bland open world, I think there's good things that there's good things that can be built upon here. Now, the one thing I do want to say, Kyle, the puzzle that I watched you try to do earlier, I don't know what the fuck that shit was. I, oh, ha- yeah. I have no idea what was going on there. The fucking lasers. I you're. It was after you finish uh, like all of Amy's stuff, and then um, you have to align all four of these lasers no, in their respective that. patterns, and that shit was horrible. And that was so that you could unlock the Titan to fight him and progress to the next island. So you have to do that. That that looked brutal, and I, I could feel my brain hurting. 
from just watching that. So I have to ask, yeah, what, what were um, what were some of y'all's favorite like enemies to fight? I thought the Ashura was one of like the coolest enemies you got to fight in this game. Um, I can't remember the name of the enemy, but the one that's flying that you have to like jump onto, and then you have you know you run along kind of its back and you dodge its attacks. Oh yeah! I thought there were some really cool enemy designs in this game. I'm not gonna lie, that was one thing that I was really pleased with. Wasn't that the serpent? I don't know what it was called. I think so, yeah. It might have been called that. I, I know... I, I can't remember exactly. I think that might have been it. But, I mean, honestly, I saw when the game immediately dropped, it was one of those that I sat and watched you play it, Rusty. And yes. I I saw some of these enemies that you were fighting, and I just could not wait to start playing I went after the serpent that I saw you fight, and I was like, okay, this is probably my favorite one. And I'm right. I, I still am. Uh, I fought two of them in the first area. Loved the fight. It was it was something that brought the traversal of the entire game together, along with bringing in the combat. It, it took what was right and what was really good in this game into one battle and it amplified it i yeah, thought i feel like it really really showed it off there yeah yeah and definitely kind of mash it. it together i uh in the sand area um came across this enemy called the shark i've heard and about this it's very interesting because to fight him he jumps out of the sand and you have to grab his tail but then he dr he literally drags you around the map, and you have to put in different quick time um, joystick uh, or thumbstick um, inputs to make sure that you're still holding onto his tail. Um, but the enemy design was really cool looking. Um, other than that, though, the Titan the Titans are crazy. Yes. I mean, so fucking cool. Yes, I was blown away when you know i first saw them and then when i got to fight them that shit was awesome i that's honestly i think that is probably the best part of the game is the titan fights and i honestly just want to fight more so here's my question then and we'll we'll kind of use this as a discussion to put the put the to put a bow on this episode in a potential sequel what what's the number one thing you guys want to see fixed thacker you first Honestly, uh, you and I talked about this. Game's great if you're trying to kill time with the whole collective fun feel of it. And with the combat being amazing, I don't feel like there's much that they could work on to fix the combat for the sequel. I think the one thing that I'd like to see fixed for a sequel would have to be the the story like mainly story and uh probably pop in because yeah. yeah overall in, performance yeah yeah you get past those two things and fix those you've got the basis of a great sequel coming at least in my opinion yeah i think that if they were to do a sequel open world definitely is the way to go i think it's fun um they need to make it more exciting uh, uh make be make it more alive um but i think what i would want to see is maybe a little less collectathon and give me a little more 
puzzles or uh, some kind of boss fights or enemy fights to progress the story because that has got to be my biggest complaint about this game is the only way to progress the story is literally collecting shit like it's you don't it's not you know go here and rescue this person or do this hard time trial or fix this puzzle you know it's it's 90 percent collecting stuff 10 percent fighting to progress the story and if they could maybe find a way to I think add linear parts to the open world that once you beat them, unlock more sections of the open world or give you abilities that like maybe you come back and now you can access another part of this open world that you couldn't before. That way it feels like I'm actually doing something to progress this story and getting rewarded for it. Instead, I I think it's fun to explore but now my game has turned into any time I want to progress a story, I just go find a character and press X. I mean, press square. Because I, you know, I've already collected everything. So, you know, collecting things is fun, but it's not fun when that's just how you progress the story. Yeah, Kyle, one thing we didn't even talk about was the Starfall, because we had a really good laugh oh, yeah. over that stuff earlier. But if you are a, pl- if you're a gamer... That loves collectathons. That's like a collectathon gamer's wet dream is the Starfalls with all the stuff that you pick up. Yes. That you're probably losing your mind whenever that happens, and then you're probably mad at the rest of the game whenever it stops. You're like, take me back. <laughs> take me back. Uh, I'm I'm gonna touch on a couple things that you guys have already said. The main thing is the performance. The performance uh, is not good. And we we've made that clear. It's not good. Again, we have the technology and the hardware that is available today. There's no excuse for your game to look like this. And I said the same thing about Plague Tale Requiem running at 30 FPS. Really thought there was no reason it couldn't have run at 60. I'll say the same thing about Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. There's no reason why it couldn't have run a lot better than it currently does. So that needs to be better. If I'm going to be honest, another thing I was not a huge fan of in this game, and this may be controversial, it may be not, I think you two feel the same, though. I was not impressed by the voice acting. I was not impressed whatsoever by it. Um, I feel like that has got to be better across the board in a sequel. And, you know, it's not that anybody was offensively bad. Gotta be honest, it kind of just felt like they were all going through the motions in the sound booth. So, that's got to be better. A lot of it is just the little details, man. The details, the performance details of let's get rid of the pop in, let's you know make it to where we're able, the game's able to render everything a lot faster and a lot more proficiently. Let's you know make the voice acting across the board. Let's make the characters, the writing, all of that. Let's make that better across the board because again, there's a basis for a great game here. The problem is the the product we got is probably, in my opinion, at this point, a six out of ten. And I feel that's yep. that's I issue that with tough love, saying that I was really hoping I could say something closer to an eight, but I just I look at the way we've scored games so far this year, and if I want to be consistent, this is a six in my opinion. Kyle, you said you have one more thing. Yeah, I think that definitely the voice acting is weird when you have the live action movies with one voice 
the game with the second voice and coming out in a couple of weeks is the Sonic Netflix TV show. And that's yes. a, again, a third voice. We have three current Sonic voice actors. Very jarring. Um, especially when, you know, aside from Sonic, Knuckles sounds very weird. And Amy. Knuckles and Amy sound very weird. because Amy sounds very sound congested. Like Sounds very yeah, congested. They, they do not sound like their TV show counterparts. I thought Tails and, was the only one that like sounded familiar, and even Tails yeah, didn't sound Tails, like exactly like I remembered. Tails and Eggman knocked it out of the park, but that's it. Um, when your main Sonic's voice acting, and again, Sonic's voice acting, I think isn't bad. It's just weird to hear that voice because you know. I go and watch the Sonic TV show or I go and watch the Sonic movie and they're two different people, two different voices. I think that they should have tried to, you know, for the Sonic franchise as a whole, they should have tried to get the same voice actor maybe to do all three. Maybe that's asking too much, but if other franchises can do it, you know. No, I agree. I think that they definitely yeah. could have done something like that. I don't know. They're, 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 the good news is there's a lot of things that can get even better from this game that were already working for this game. And I think that they now know what needs to be better. The developers know what needs to be better in a sequel. And I, that, that, I think that, again, this is a step in the right direction. Hopefully, a sequel that the sequel that we get is better. If it's worse, then I think it's back to the dark days for Sonic fans. But I, I, I think we have enough reason to believe it can continue to improve uh, the way this game does compared to the last probably, what, decade plus worth of Sonic games we've gotten? Yeah. I, I think that there's there, there there's hope for this franchise. You just got to be positive. You just got to hope for positives moving forward. So that is going to wrap up this episode of Side Mission. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at SideMissionPod and on Facebook and Twitter. Or Facebook and TikTok. Twitter, what the fuck? Facebook, Facebook and TikTok at SideMissionPodcast. For the boys, for Thacker, for Kyle, I'm Rusty. Thanks for listening.